Good morning for Thursday, August 25th, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Trump tries to keep focus on Clinton. Turkey assists as Syria rebels advance on ISIS, and Colombia and rebels reach deal to end war. In the national headlines, out of a tangle of gang ties, a deadly melee. In Florida Keys, fears of science more than Zika. And college students in Texas wield absurdity as a weapon. In today's business headlines, last shot at EpiPen profits ends in monopoly. Fed welcomes protesters to its annual conference. And faced with a new tax, Berkeley drinks less soda. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story: Trump tries to keep focus on Clinton. Reported by Patrick Healy and Alex Burns. After months of flailing attempts, Donald Trump has begun to recast his political message in more structured terms and wrestle with his temptation to go off script as his campaign seeks to revive his candidacy and turn the focus this fall to Hillary Clinton's honesty and integrity. Working off a script from his reshuffled team of advisers, Trump is spending less time attacking his fellow Republicans and picking fights with people other than Clinton. Instead, hammering at her State Department tenure and her family's charitable foundation, and he's aligning his stump speeches with his television advertising, vowing to crack down on violent crime and lawless illegal immigrants. Aware of his opportunity with white moderate voters, especially women who've been turned off by his racially charged words, he's trying to show interest in the lives of African Americans and Hispanics. Even as he uses language that offends those groups, many Republicans, weary of repeated promises of a reborn Trump, remain skeptical that he can stick to his message over the next 11 weeks. And some say it is too late to persuade most voters to see him anew. The message he has delivered with fresh rigor, especially his emphasis on crime, still diverges widely from what most Republicans view as a winning pitch. Even Trump is not sure he can be letter perfect. He said in an interview that he still loved his freewheeling rallies of old, even when they got him in trouble, and that he would not always rely on prepared remarks or stop waging warfare with his Twitter account, even if he ended up overshadowing his advisers' arguments. Yet Trump seems to be confronting the reality that his political fortunes could rise or fall on his ability to show restraint. Over the last week, his new team shared grim polling data with Trump and told him that he was in grave danger of losing if he did not sharpen and steadily prosecute strong arguments against Clinton. He came away persuaded and has been heartened by upticks in some recent polls. I've been staying on message more now because ultimately I'm finding that I do better with voters, do better in the polls when I'm on message, he said in an interview on Tuesday. Trump ousted his chief strategist Paul Manafort last week and appointed two advisers who had more expertise with his brand of bare-knuckle public relations. Kellyanne Conway, a veteran pollster and cable news commentator, and Stephen Bannon, the chairman of Breitbart News, a conservative website. 
Trump sees Conway as a defender who can help him attract female voters and shape the message that he wants to deliver, rather than impose one on him. Ultimately, I said, I want to do this my way, he said. I had 80 days at the time, and I want to do it my way.